Hello, and thank you so very much for tuning into the Pop Culture Retrospective Podcast, a show inspired by, and in memory of, my big sister Rebecca, and her love for all things pop culture, especially the people, places, and things of the 1980s, 1990s, and early 2000s. My name is Amy Lewis, and I am your captain aboard this pop culture time machine. On each episode of this show, we take a deep dive into the myriad of pop culture topics that my sister experienced and loved while she was growing up and also during her adulthood. In many instances, these are things that I too enjoyed. I lost my sister tragically in 2019 and wanted to do something to honor her memory, and so here we are. I devote each episode to becoming a mini-expert, so to speak, on whatever the pop culture topic may be. Thank you so very much for coming along for the ride. You are tuning into episode number 22, Usher, one of the most successful R&B artists in American history, and his career has spanned over 25 years. On today's show, you will learn all about Usher's impressive and multifaceted career. In addition to his music and discography, we'll discuss his acting roles, his family, and his successes as well as his challenges. You'll also learn who won the poll I put out on Twitter regarding who is the best dancer, Usher or Justin Timberlake. You thought the presidential election vote was important. This is even more so. My sister and I have been huge Usher fans since we were teenagers, so I was excited to learn more about one of the most prominent pop stars of our time. I was also excited to learn that Usher has many connections to my favorite artist of all time, Janet Rhythm Nation Jackson, aka JJ, aka Miss Jackson, but more on that later and more Janet Jackson song title insertions to come as well. I apologize in advance. So grab your aviator sunglasses, your dancing shoes, and say, yeah, here we go. Usher Raymond IV was born on October 14, 1978 in Dallas, Texas, to parents Jonetta Patton and Usher Raymond III. Sadly, Usher's father abandoned the family when he was just a year old. Jonetta spent many years as a single mother. Apparently, his birth father had a drug addiction problem, crack cocaine to be exact, which he was never really able to break out of. According to Usher's mother, Usher's father was really into drugs and partying, and that was about it. It was sad to hear that his father struggled so much. At one point, he did have a bright future. He was captain of his high school basketball team, and he attended college. When Usher was just six years old, he started singing in his church's choir. His mother was actually the director of the choir. Usher's grandmother was taken aback by her young grandson's vocal ability. She felt like his talent may take him somewhere eventually. And as luck would have it, one day, she would be right. My grandmother told me once that I would make a good PE teacher, and another time, she told me that I should host a talk show like Ellen DeGeneres because I'm always singing and dancing around. True story. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I have a few things in common with Ellen and many a female PE teacher, but we'll save that for another show. Eventually, the family moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. His mother would eventually go on to remarry, so he spent many of his formative years with a stepfather and half-brother named James Lackey, who was six years younger than Usher. 
When Usher was 10 years old, he joined a vocal group called New Beginnings. They recorded a number of songs together, and in 1991, they released an album called New Beginning featuring Usher Raymond IV. The music was only available via mail order, which is a testament to how long Usher has been working. His mom pulled him out of the group, though, eventually, as she felt like it just wasn't working out. As Usher's skills as a singer continued to improve and evolve, his mother decided to move the family to Atlanta, Georgia. She felt like there would be more opportunities for him there. Usher was just 12 years old at the time. He started to participate in local talent shows, and when he attended one in 1992, his path to success was starting to be laid. Bryant Reed saw him perform at a talent show, and he immediately told his brother, L.A. Reed, about this impressive young man. L.A. Reed was a famous R&B producer. Bryant orchestrated having Usher audition for his brother, L.A., while Usher was on Star Search. He performed End of the Road by Boys to Men. He was pitch perfect and charismatic. L.A. was so impressed that rumor has it that Usher was signed right on the spot. Whatever the timeline was, though, he was offered a record deal at just 13 years of age. His first order of business was to record a single called Call Me a Mac, which was featured in the 1993 film Poetic Justice, which, yes, starred Janet If Jackson and Tupac Shakur. If you are interested in learning more about Tupac's incredible life, please check out episode number two of the Pop Culture Retrospective podcast. Unfortunately, his first album's production was put on hold because Usher's voice started to change. Darn you, stupid puberty. And it was incredibly difficult for Usher to adapt to the sudden change in his vocal sound. He was almost dropped from the label, but Usher advocated that he stay with them and he pushed to have more studio time. Usher was sent to work with Puff Daddy, now known as P. Diddy, one of the most successful music producers of the last few decades. Finally, with Puff Daddy's support, some vocal coaches, and being pushed out of his comfort zone, Usher released his self-titled debut album in August of 1994 on LaFace Records at the ripe old age of 15. The album wasn't as successful as the record company wanted it to be, so he was again almost dropped from the label. Usher's mom became his manager at this point. She left her job as a medical technician, which is what my mom did for a long time. Got something in common there. And she had him participate in more talent shows to help increase not only Usher's skills and confidence, but also to instill confidence into the record company. This proved to be incredibly effective. His fan base grew as a result of these performances, but more was to come. During his early years, Usher tried to absorb as much as he could from other successful recording artists, such as Missy Elliott, Timbaland, and Jodeci. He observed their work ethic and their creativity, and he was incredibly inspired. Usher graduated from North Springs High School in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Shortly thereafter, he managed to release a few songs on other artists' albums and soundtracks. One song entitled I Swear I'm In Love was featured on the 1996 movie soundtrack for Kazam. Kazam, in case you are not familiar, starred 90s basketball star Shaquille O'Neal in the lead role of a genie who was 5,000 years old and appears out of a magical boombox. Yes, you heard that right. A magical boombox. Hey, you know what? If you want to get your name out there, you cannot turn down offers, even if it involves a larger-than-life genie that comes out of a flippin' boombox. As one of my favorite stand-up comedians, Kathy Griffin, once said, don't ever turn down work. 
1997 saw the release of the album that really put Usher on the map, entitled My Way. Along his journey of becoming a recording artist, Usher befriended Jermaine Dupree, who helped him produce and write the record. Jermaine Dupree, in case you are not familiar, is a very successful producer, record executive, rapper, and DJ. He also dated Janet, what have you done for me lately, Jackson, from 2002 to 2009. That lucky duck. This album generated several well-known hits, including You Make Me Wanna, Nice and Slow, and my personal favorite, My Way, like the album name suggests. The music video for My Way really showcased Usher's strong dancing ability. I'm sure learning the choreography was a challenge for him and many other artists, but he has always made it look so natural and almost effortless. My Way would go on to sell over 3 million copies. You Make Me Wanna was Usher's first top 10 single, and Nice and Slow was a number one hit. To coincide with the release of My Way, Usher toured with Puff Daddy, Mary J. Blige, and he also opened for Janet, Doesn't Really Matter, Jackson, for her Velvet Rope Tour. When I read that information, I immediately wished I could have been in attendance at that concert. What a powerhouse of a show, I'm sure. If you are not familiar with JJ's Velvet Rope album, do yourself a favor and check it out. It features some of my all-time favorite Janet Escapade Jackson songs, including Go Deep, Together Again, and Velvet Rope. He didn't stop there, though. Usher also picked up some acting credits during this time, including small roles in films like The Faculty and She's All That. In 1999, Usher, along with his mother, started a nonprofit organization called Usher's New Look Foundation, which fosters community service engagement and leadership for teenagers. The organization is still in operation today. They help support students in their programs to attend college after high school. In fact, 98% of the young people who participate in the program go on to college, and 86% of those individuals are first-generation college students. Very impressive, Usher. Very impressive. That's, that's really cool. 8701 was released in 2001 after being reworked prior to its official release. It has sold over 8 million copies, and for good reason, as the album has some of Usher's most well-known songs thus far in his career, including You Remind Me, You Got It Bad, and You Don't Have to Call. All of those songs spell you, Y-O-U, normally, as just you. Anyways, the music for You Don't Have to Call again showcases Usher's incredible skills as a dancer. A who's who of producers helped put the album together, including Jermaine Dupree, the Neptunes, Babyface, and the famed duo behind some of Janet the Pleasure Principal Jackson's hit songs, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. From 2001 to 2003, Usher dated Chili from TLC. He had originally met her while working on the soundtrack for Poetic Justice. Confessions came next in 2004, and that album featured hits such as My Boo, Let It Burn, Caught Up, and Yeah. Yeah was a song where we really got ourselves familiar with, unfortunately, the annoyance that is Lil Jon, who sort of came out of nowhere one day and seemed to be involved in a lot of popular music at the time. And just as quickly as he exploded onto the music scene with his raspy-slash-nasally voice on songs such as Get Low and Turn Down For What, he was suddenly gone. Thank God. This was also an incredibly successful album, selling over 1 million copies in its first week, a first for an R&B album. Despite the success of Confessions, Usher made, well, an interesting business decision when he starred in a mini-movie called Rhythm City Volume 1, Caught Up, 
which aired on New Year's Eve in 2004 on TV. This is something that is not discussed a lot when speaking about Usher's career. Maybe that's because the film short's soundtrack features one of the worst Usher songs of all time, or possibly one of the worst R&B songs of all time. I have been really excited, maybe almost too excited, to finally get to discuss this. Have you heard of a song called Dot Com? Yes, Dot Com, as in the internet. One of my friends introduced me to this uncanny song when I was in college, and I haven't been the same since. Prepare yourself to be mesmerized and possibly horrified by the absurd and suggestive lyrics that are about to follow. And you should also prepare yourself for a bit of a tangent slash in-depth analysis of this song following me reading the lyrics. Much of this song features Usher's fantastic falsetto voice, so I will do you all a favor and not attempt to sing the lyrics. At least, I don't think I will, but you never know. This may take me a few attempts to record due to its laughable and clearly dated lyrics. First, though, let's set the scene. Picture yourself sitting in a computer lab circa 2004, surrounded by large desktop computers like a compact Rosario or a Gateway 2000, and the lights are low. But anyway, here are the lyrics, and I am not making these up. These are real. Ooh, I love the way you dirty type. I can take you home on escape. Ooh, I need your backspace in my life. Thank God you don't have a flat screen. Please, baby, I got to see you. And I really want to please you. So get on my laptop so I can download. Online, I love the way you log on. We can do it all night. I'll make you dot com. Baby, if you sign on, I'ma make you lights off. Ooh, baby, if you log on. I'll make you dot com. I wanted to link up with you, baby, at first sight. With you, I get to use my F keys. I can't wait to give you megabytes. I got all the memory you'll need. Let my fingers do the talking. Please, baby, I got to see you. And I really want to please you. So get on my laptop so I can download. Online, I love the way you log on. I'll make you dot com. Ooh, baby, you want this, I know. I can't wait to give you my hard drive, my moonlight if it's all right, baby. I'm always at your window, ready to shift and control you, if you want me to. Say yes, baby. Say yes, baby. Say yes, baby. Say yes, baby. Got to say, ooh. Say yes, baby. Say yes. You gotta say yes. Yes. Please, baby, I gotta see you. And I really want to please you. So get on me, baby. Get up on me, oh. Online. I love the way you log on. We can do it all night. I'll make you dot com. Baby, if you sign on, I'm gonna make you lights off. Ooh, baby, if you log on, I'll make you dot com. Stay tuned to the end of this episode for outtakes from the reading of dot com. So what in God's name is this dumpster fire of a song that is so painfully locked in time? Let's break down some of the lyrics, shall we? First of all, Usher needs someone's backspace in his life. I mean, I think I know what he's referring to, but that's a bizarre reason to need someone in your life. And then, thank God you don't have a flat screen? Many women are in a never-ending, vicious cycle and battle in pursuit of a flat screen that they're never able to achieve. How rude! Why can't he just love what the good Lord gave his lady friend? I mean, come on! 
and then I can't wait to give you megabytes? Yikes, that sounds like something contagious. Gross. And then I love one of the last lines. Online, I love the way you log on. That is so early 2000s, am I right? Log on? That's a phrase you used back in the day when you were using dial-up to get onto America Online, which took forever to get going, I might add. I used to read magazines while that stuff loaded and the internet pages slowly appeared. Kids today don't know how good they have it. If you ever start dating someone and they play you this song because they think it's romantic, run. Just kidding. No one is playing this song in 2020. I told my sister about this song, and she appreciated the ridiculous lyrics as much as I do. One of my favorite pranks is to hand someone the lyrics to this song, someone who is not familiar with it, and have them read the lyrics out loud without having read it to themselves before. Hilarity will most definitely ensue. Believe me, try it. It's good stuff. And you're welcome. And if anyone out there wants to play this prank on someone and film it, please email me the video. I'm not kidding. My email address is popcultureretrospective at gmail.com or post on Instagram and follow me. I'm at popcultureretrospective. I will post a link to the video for .com with the lyrics in the show notes. In 2006, Usher's career was looking up as he starred as Billy Flynn in the Broadway production of Chicago, showing again that he had some serious acting, dancing, and singing chops. Ticket sales exploded when the public heard that he would be performing. In 2007, Usher and his mom parted ways in terms of her being his manager. Part of that may have come about as a result of Usher marrying Tamika Foster, his former stylist, who his mother had a lot of concerns about. Usher and Foster would only stay married for about two years, but they did have two sons together, and Usher developed a close relationship with her three other children from previous relationships. The couple would go on to have a lengthy custody battle over their sons, but eventually Usher won primary custody of their children. Eventually, Usher's mother would again become his manager. In late 2007, early 2008, Usher learned that his estranged father's health was failing and failing quick. Likely due in part to his substance abuse history, Usher's father was in the ICU of a hospital in desperate need of a liver transplant. Usher had a choice. He could not help his father. After all, he had abandoned him when he was a little boy, or he could try to get past his anger and try to help him. After getting some helpful advice from Nellie, remember, so hot in her. I changed the lyrics to that song many years ago to cold in here, because, you know, sadly, I've lived in cold climates for most of my life. So it went a little something like this. It's getting cold in here, so cold, so put on all your clothes. I am getting so cold, I'm gonna put my clothes on. Anyways, he decided to try and help him by covering the cost of the transplant. Sadly, during the procedure, Usher Raymond III slipped into a coma and never came out. This was, of course, incredibly heartbreaking for Usher, but he said the hardest part was not being able to have his son meet the man who he was named after. Legacy and where we come from is incredibly important to Usher, but sadly his son never got to meet his paternal grandfather. The album Here I Stand was released in 2008. It was not as successful as his previous efforts, but it still sold millions of copies worldwide. Critics praised the album for showing Usher in a more mature light. The record features some relatively well-known songs, including Love in This Club and Trading Places. 
2008 was certainly a challenging year for Usher, but it would turn out to be a prosperous one as well. Usher and Scooter Braun, who is a talent agent, founded the Raymond Braun Media Group to help support the production of music and artist promotion. The company discovered Justin Bieber on YouTube, and well, the rest is history. Apparently, Justin Timberlake was also in the running to sign Justin Bieber, but Usher ended up working with him. In 2009, Usher had two major profile performances, one being the Obama inauguration at Lincoln Memorial and also at Michael Jackson's funeral. The passing of Michael Jackson was difficult for Usher because he had always looked up to Michael Jackson as being sort of a mentor for him. Michael Jackson and Usher have several things in common. They both became famous at a young age, and both are naturally gifted singers and dancers. Usher had actually performed a few years earlier at the 30th anniversary celebration of Michael Jackson being a solo artist. The concert aired in November of 2001 and featured many famous artists, including NSYNC, Britney Spears, Destiny's Child, and Monica. The boy is mine, Monica. Raymond vs. Raymond was released in 2010. Once again, this album featured a few songs that became huge hits and had impressive music videos and dazzling choreography to coincide. Some of the most popular songs from this album include OMG and DJ Got Us Fallen in Love. I'm not necessarily always on the hunt for a good meme. I didn't know what they were up until recently. I had to ask one of my students what it was. But there was one floating around several years ago that had a picture of Candace Cameron Bure on it from her early acting days, and it said DJ Got Us Falling in Love, which I still find funny, 10 years after this song came out. In 2011, Usher performed during the Super Bowl halftime show. The headliner was the Black Eyed Peas, but Slash from Guns N' Roses also performed for some reason, and later Usher would join the stage. In the comments on YouTube, one person said that, quote, Usher came down from the sky like Jesus and saved the show, end quote. And after reviewing the performance, that person was right. 2012 was a creative but also very painful year for Usher. On the one hand, he produced the album Looking for Myself, which went to number one on the Billboard charts. Some of the more popular songs off this record were Climax and Scream. On the other hand, one of his former stepchildren from Tamika Foster was tubing on a lake when he fell in the water and got hit by a jet ski. He was rushed to the hospital and put on life support, but sadly the child did not survive the incident. Just a year later, tragedy stuck again when Usher's son got stuck in a pool drain while being watched by their aunt, and he had to be rescued and subsequently resuscitated. It was a near-fatal accident, but thankfully the little boy survived. This would lead to further legal battles between Usher and his ex-wife, but he would maintain primary custody. 2013 had some happy moments, though, as Usher was asked to be the host and coach of the hit TV series, The Voice. In September of 2015, Usher married his girlfriend and manager, Grace Miguel. They separated in March of 2018 after two years of marriage. Perhaps he sang her .com, and she was like, you know what? I'm out. Okay, that didn't happen, but it sounded funny in my head. Anyways. In 2016, Usher released an album called Hard to Love. The album is a pretty personal look at Usher's life on the inside. In fact, the cover of the album has a ceramic sculpture of Usher on it, but the face is cracked and imperfect, reflecting a lot of the material on the record. The album received relatively positive reviews, with critics remarking that Usher continues to evolve as an artist and an individual who consistently produces magnetic and meaningful music. In 2018, Usher released an album called A, where he collaborated with record producer Zaytoven and pays tribute to the city of Atlanta, where they both grew up. 
Despite the ending of a second marriage in 2015, Usher started dating Jen Goikohia, and they welcomed a daughter in the fall of this year. Her name is Sovereign Bo. Coming up next year in 2021, Usher will be doing a residency in Las Vegas where he will be performing routinely at Caesars Palace. Let's keep our fingers crossed that this pandemic is under control so that the millions of fans that Usher has created over the past 25 plus years can see him live and in person. I'm sure that will be an outstanding show. I hope you enjoyed this look back on the life and career of Usher Raymond IV and my insertion of Janet Jackson songs. And also learning more about .com. I'm sure that has proven to be invaluable. Thank God you tuned in. In the United States alone, Usher has sold about 25 million albums and 80 million worldwide. He is one of the most successful recording artists of all time, and given his incredible ability to sing and dance, often at the same time and often dances better than his backup dancers, just like Justin Timberlake, proves he is truly worthy of that honor. Usher has earned a remarkable amount of awards in his career, and these are just a few of them. He's won eight American Music Awards, four BET Awards, at least 25 Billboard Music Awards, a Boys and Girls Club Award for being an alumni of the program, eight Grammys, and he was given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2016. And most importantly, he won the poll that I put out on Twitter of who was a better dancer of Usher versus Justin Timberlake. It was answered by a very, very small handful of people, but he definitely came out on top. So that's pretty important. If you are enjoying the Pop Culture Retrospective podcast, please subscribe on whichever podcast platform you use. Please also rate the show on iTunes as it helps direct more listeners to the show. You can contact me anytime. My email address is popcultureretrospective at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at popcultureretro, and I'm also on Instagram now. My username, I guess you can call it, is popcultureretrospective. I hope you'll join me for my next show where we will discuss the timeless holiday classic that is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Until then, be kind, be safe, and hold on to your memories. Ooh, I love the way you dirty type. I can take you home on escape. Ooh, I need your back. Ooh, I need your backspace in my life. Thank God you don't have a flat screen. Please, baby, I got to see you. <laughs> Thank God you don't have a flat screen. Please, baby, I got to see you. And I really want to please you. So get on my laptop so I can download. <laughs> so get on my laptop so I can download. Online, I love the way you log on. We can do it all night. I'll make you dot com. Baby, if you sign on, I'ma make your lights off. I'ma make you lights off. Ooh, baby, if you log on, I'll make you dot com. I wanted to link up with you, baby, at first sight. With you, I get to use my F keys. <laughs> with you, I get to use my F keys. I can't wait to give you megabytes. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't wait to give you megabytes. I got all the memory. (laughs) I got all the memory you'll need. Let my fingers do the talking. Please, baby, I got to see you. And I really want to please you. So get on my laptop so I can download. (laughs) So get on my laptop so I can download. Online, I love the way you log on. We can do it all night. I'll make you.com. I'll make you.com. <laughs>